This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. We're holding on uh, page 232, kind of. And this is an over here. He speaks about why Yosef, why Yaakov was so bereft and mourned uh, Yosef terribly. It says, by Yom, by Yom, he didn't want to be misnachim. The Yom ke'ir obni avol shaola by Yevkosavi. So he was extremely, extremely, uh, um, he was inconsolable and uh, and so on. But Omnam, so Barbenel says, by flogas avelos Yaakov who mokum tevarav. Why Yaakov was so misable? Um, the halacha is you're not supposed to misalvo for somebody after a certain time. There's supposed to be some sort of um, some sort of limits to what a person can be misalvo. And yet here it seems inconsolable. Avo, amita seinyan atzehu ki hine akadosh baruch hu hiskin binyan ha'avos ashad nugas ha'ulam ha'olyan shmeini. Let's first describe this for a little bit, and then we'll see it inside. Um, the the uh, um, his point is going to be that there are the shvatim needed to come as an organic whole. It wasn't possible to have um, it's like having a perfect car without transmission or, or one of the, one of the vital parts missing. The shvatim together are a whole. They're taking away any part of it. Is going to be um, is going to render the whole thing uh, u- we- uh, useless. Basically, he says this the the the, the um, Benel, by drawing a parallel from um, from other types of arrangements, most specifically the heavenly bodies. Um, and let's just uh, this is a type of of, of explanation. That today we have a hard time dealing with this. Just not. We don't know simply the the information. We don't know exactly all of the pieces. So let me describe it outside. It'll be easy to understand. And the picture of the world in the old days, which is not the truth, be said, when when you're looking at it with the naked eye, basically and making calculations, it's the most reasonable explanation, is that the world is. Um, point surrounded by wheels, which you can call orbits today, and concentric wheels one inside the other. And on each wheel you have a fixed body, such as the moon is the wheel closest to us, the planets, the sun, and finally you get the stars, which are called the mazolos. If you're outside at night and you care to look at the sky and it's, and, and it's dark enough to see something, you um, you see clusters of stars, which are the mazolos, depending on which one is, is is ascending in that night and so on. That becomes the that mazol or that kufa. Now, um, the the mazolos were divided into twelve, roughly twelve bands of mazolos, um, which which change each month of the year, basically or, or thereabouts. There's a different mazol. That's where you get all those point of mazolos. The, the 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 piece that he's borrowing from it is a 
there's a center point which generates a point around which there's an orbit of these mazolas. The second thing that he that he that he posits is take away any of those mazolas and the whole thing would fall apart. Which the truth is also today. The way we understand, for instance, our solar system, it's a balance of the different gravitational tugs and pulls. You couldn't, if a, if a god would come down and decide to pluck Mars out for his personal planet collection, everything else would, would, would fall apart. You, you, wouldn't, you, you wouldn't have the same system with just an empty space with like a little placard, here was Mars. It, 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 you, you, every, every, the interaction between all the pieces is crucial for, for, for this, and the whole thing would just implode or explode or, or whatever it is. It, it would not, we would not have the solar system as we have it today. We don't have any system. So, so he says basically that's the point he's saying. So let's skim through it. Avram in this world was the first circle and the first of all future circles. And, um, and, and it goes in a very, very strong orbit because if it's close by, it goes around very quickly. Um, and, and so Avram Avinu, Mercury has a very uh, quick orbit, you know, the closer you are, the quicker it is to, to go around the sun. And uh, or the earth, if you look at it that way, and that's why so Avram Avinu was that. And then he says, um, Avram Avinu, by being the center point, was the motor for everyone else. So, just like when you have a wheel, you, you know, at the, you, you apply force at the center, and the whole thing spins. So, to Avram Avinu, was the, um, was the active force which everything else spun around it. Um, and then he says, and, and you end up, he says, with 12, um, Yaakov with the Shvatim, and Yosef saw the sun and the moon and 11 stars um, bowing to him. All of these are um, reflections of this, um, of this diagram that he's made. Um, and then he says, you need to have three inner planets, that's Abraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, and then you have Seven outer planets, seven planets, and that's the 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 um, Levi, Gehos, Amar, Moshe, Aaron, David, Shlomo. Moshe was like the sun in the middle, um, and the and so on and so forth. He brings a pasuk in Yeshaya that also says that Christ was like the is, is like the heavenly bodies and so on. The Yatsamiza. So what we have from this diagram is Kikemoishalo Yitzuya. Shlemus Hamitzias Vecholit Rakv Mitzias Vekiman in Tzur Mayonim Shem Ikra Elam Tovat Koloseim. Just like we have no Shlemus except having all the pieces of the higher world in place, Kachal Lehoya Efshe Shematatov Asheres Lumazos Klal Yisrael would not be able to have any Shlemus Imlov Beyos Hascholos Hakolos or Yishenis Bar Altilam Batim Zisrael without having all of the primary pieces. So we have Kohanim, Leviim, Yisraelim, and all the parts of Israel, that's when you have it. And if you're missing any one piece of it, the whole thing collapses. So so the the, the Abarmanel is saying that um, Yosef's 12 children were not 12 times one, like, you know, one child is wonderful, saying two children is, is more wonderful, so we're still more wonderful, and so on. But rather, it was a, a complete unit 
that required each and every one to be there. So he says, um, the that's why by Pelegish Begiva it says that um, they, they, when they, everybody went to fight the Yemen, they all of a sudden, like the Kane shook it up, and they said, you know what? We may end up destroying a whole Shevet. They said, Loma Hashem al you basically were losing an entire shevet. That's why um, Yosef Yaakov was so upset that 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 he lost that that he thought Yosef was gone. He is inconsolable because if he should all Chayzal's gone. So the pasuk says, "Hamisra nerechahu." It's like if I say if I take one out of ten, I don't have ten. If I lose, if I have a minion, exactly ten, and I have yard side, and one guy leaves, you don't say, well, you have a smaller minion. You just lost your minion. And that's what Chazal meant that he had a simon that if his children would remain intact. He wouldn't see your head in. And that's why he says in the Zedis Talkman and Avua, all those famous Shayim Bethel Shonish for Yadam Yosef, Yosef Michai, Nema, Vatiruach, Yachazikha. Rabbanel is saying that um, that's why Yaakov was so devastated uh, because missing one Shavit is missing a Klaus Yisrael and so on. I, I want to add a piece, kind of, just flesh out a point here. You know, we speak about. Um, we speak about diversity in Klai Yisrael and at best we, what we, what we um, sort of come up with is appreciate other people also you know, some people are different some people are more focused on this some people are more focused on this some people like this, some people like that and we um, so at best there's a tolerance um, for those that are very different. And it is somebody whose who's main ruchnistic uh, um, uh, foundation is learning. The person who runs out doing mitzvahs, he's you know, it's tolerable, but you feel he's missing the point. The person whose main religious experience is, is nigan and regish, we could tolerate it, but it's still missing the point. The person who's more of a kanoi than us, and is always writing very sharp things about things that are going on. Maybe we can tolerate the person who's less of a kind of than us and sort of more tolerable different things. We're very, very, you know, again, all, all of these we can tolerate. But Kalaisol's real surah is, we actually learned in Mayishlach, Goyim or Kahal Goyim. It's called Kahal Goyim one place and Kahal Amim another place. And it means basically Kalal Yisrael consists of um, an arrangement of units that are really different from each other. We're called Amin, we're called Goyim, which means each one is a separate entity in some way, and separate meaning it's not just a variation, it's, it's, it's different, it's very distinct. And without having those parts, we don't have a Shlemus. So the Shlemus that works, that Kaisal has, is some people 
uh, emphasize X because that's their Matthias. One Shevet emphasizes Davening, one Shevet emphasizes Mrs. Mises, one Shevet emphasizes Chesed, one Shevet emphasizes Taira. Um, those are different Shvatim and Kal Yisrael. And each Shevet is, it's not only that I need to recognize that they're also valid, I need to recognize that as a whole, if I don't have the entire group together, I'm missing the pure Kal Yisrael. Um, no one person includes everything. Moshe Rabbeinu is the only one who includes everything. After that, um, we don't include everything. So the Mela, what we need to understand is the necessity that there shouldn't be a Shevet shouldn't be Nikchat. You have it in the Pasuk that brings over here, that they said, Lama Hashem Shevet Echad. The Gemara says, Gemir that the Loichal Yeshifta, that just like we know that Klal Yisrael can never become destroyed. No one shaver can become destroyed. There, there, there are, there's a bezdin that sits by each shaver. A shaver is a real unit, and it, it's, it's marked by a different approach of Eidus Hashem. And I, that's why anyone that's a genuine Eidus Hashem, that we feel is, is, is a maimon and is an Eidus Hashem, and even if it's different, you need, it's, it's, it's not also good. We need to, Kalaisa as a whole is, is the sum total of all these different pieces. Okay, next one is um, Yehuda told Onan, I wanted to marry your brother's wife and you should bear children from her. So the Ramban speaks over here um, what the Inya was. Ben says, you give him a name after the, after the, after the heir, you'll call him heir, heir junior. The, the junior heir. It doesn't mean you, you name him. By Yibum, you have such a mitzvah. has no chiyuv to call his son after the, the one who died. They didn't name him after the old, old, old grandfather, they named him Oivid. So, so it doesn't mean naming him literally after him. Um, it's interesting. And what would be the terrible problem if you would call him a name after his brother? That's such a terrible problem. We don't even want to do it. So he says, It's one of the great sodas of the Torah. And people who have this eyesight and ears to hear understand it. The people, there was no Torah at the time, but the people of Bikachamim understood something about the big Indian of Yibum. And Yibum should be the brother, and if not the brother, um, some other relative. Anybody that's a blood relationship in the line of Yashi Nachla, meaning from the father's side, it would be a tremendous 
schools for the nifta, for Elifah nifta, if you marry him. You know, there's some sort of sense of reattaching to the family, of somehow it's almost as if you're being Yerush, the Ruach of the person. They would marry the Eishas Hamais. Somebody, so this is before Matan Taira, a close relative would marry the wife of the one who was Nifta. Um, I'm not sure if the Minig was, was before Yehuda. Imagine says he was the one who started. Because he understood it, he learned the, 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 the in and the concept of Yidin from his, from his parents and forefathers. He wanted to make him. So he said, so the Torah, Yibum is a material that works in all cases, except that the Torah wanted to limit it to the brother. But Mitzad, in, in other words, what the Rambanis needs to say over here is, it's not that only the brother can accomplish Yibum. Any relative, any relative from the father's side can accomplish Yibum. The brother, the Torah didn't want the parent, the father or someone else to be the one to do the Yibum, so the the, um, the the Torah limited it to the brother. But Mitzvah, the content, and that's why Yehuda would eventually, without his idea, marry her. You see, the Torah is called, it's it's very, very, um, it, it was considered, it's considered to do something wrong when you don't marry her. I mean, we have in the in the Torah, we have the Pasha of Halitza, which is she spits at him. Everybody says, "Well, well deserved." You know, this is this is the but somebody who who doesn't want to do yibum. The current is based called Sanal. He after cholatz mehem. You know, he just he he sort of broke off from the mitzvah. And Igmaram is here because the now is something that separates a person from the world of Gashmis, and this person has lowered himself. It's it's by removing his shoe, I'm making a statement that this person has lowered himself. And this, so, so they did it, the Maitza, added, he said to it, relatives who are not us. So you have a brother of the husband who is us, but the Torah said he should do Yibum. Other relatives who can do Yibum, but the Torah asked them because they crave him and was not moderate, and then still further crave him, cousins like by like like by Boaz, where since you're not usher, you are um, you, you do, marrying this woman is a type of evil. In other words, it doesn't fit the myths of evil that the Torah has it, but it's certainly um, it, it's the Indian, and that's called Geula. So this geula means, in a certain sense, this neshama belonged to this family. So and so was married to her. The fact that this person died means that this neshama sort of is in limbo land. The woman who is married, and by by um, and, and and also the brother who died without children, there's a certain element of being of being in Gaulus, kind of. In, in other words, you, you you haven't succeeded in in being children of this world. 
and by someone else bringing the clothes on your behalf, the woman you had, that becomes a type of redemption, a type of gula. One more piece. This is a Rambam Moravuchim where he speaks about the lesson that we learn from Yudavitama. The Rambam here is explaining, this is a period where he explains lessons of many passions, so that we have a hard time figuring out what's the point of it. What you learn from Yehuda is a good, an important Mida Tova in money, monetary affairs. He says living with Hdesha was not Hasser. And therefore, there was nothing wrong with it. The money you paid her was was barely gained in terms of financial. So when a person met up with a woman, um, she, um, you know, the she was entitled to it, and uh, and he owed it to her. Umayma Yehuda, Paniya Lovers. Why? So why was Yehuda so so embarrassed? Melamadet sana shenyone amishchal kulam afila muta mehem who boshes leina ladava boy. The role lishlek men elatsfirais. Afila nigram hefted moment. A person to talk about private marital affairs is 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 is, is embarrassing, humiliating. Person, you know, uh, let's take an example. A person is allowed to be with his wife and, and in the midst of it and so on. But when a person discussing it is, is disgusting. So he says, I, you know, I'm going to keep talking and say, oh, where's the young lady that I met on this and this? This is the great Yehuda and so on. So the first thing we learn is. It's a busha. Even if even if it's perfectly muta, but it's not appropriate to talk about it, a person should be embarrassed about it. But Omnam, Ayyoisha Shemadimenahu, the Yoishu is Omru Lenakis Atma Mizvelosa, the Shahulay Shinov Lay Bitl Mashahiskib Ima Allah. He even though it was embarrassing and very, very unpleasant, he said, I owe the money, I need to find her. It was obviously a good gedi. He said this gedi. That's this mid of yashus of monetary yashus So a person shouldn't do different than he promised. And not change the conditions. And to pay each person what he deserves. So basically, the the, the 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 honesty here was that despite the fact that it was a very humiliating um, experience, but the honesty of paying her what he owed her 
general owners um, force him to do it and so on. So the um, so, so Ramam says there are two things on his parsha. One is that just because something is mutter doesn't mean that it's public. The, the old inyan that I get to a person's marital life is private and it's embarrassing if it should be public. And secondly, it's, even if it's embarrassing, but at the end of the day, um, what you owe a person, you owe a person. But if it wasn't your own problem, you, you, you need to take care of it. Those are the two, that's um, the two points you learn from there. I once read a version, sorry, interesting, where he says the only time the Torah mentions the word rea, which means a friend, is in this parish of Yehuda. And he said, you know, a friend is someone that even when you need them to do something that's difficult, it wasn't, you know, would you like to go down to the red light district and interview all the Zionists there and find out who's the one, like, that I met? I, I will assume that people of that caliber, it wasn't the most pleasant path. But still, as a friendship, he went to do what he needed to do with his friends. Okay, we'll hold it here.